but at sea, his clansmen called him Captain. Surely they will not fire. A gust of wind blew Nicholas's hat and periwig to the timbers, and he scrambled over a bench to retrieve them. Dunn pulled on the rudder while the boom swung across the hull, shifting the single sail. Ignoring the Englishman's question, Reed watched the galleon as it sailed alongside them. They'll most likely launch a warning shot across our bow. Dear God, this is preposterous, said Nicholas, shoving his wig and hat low on his brow. If I hadn't witnessed it myself, I never would have believed Her Majesty of such piracy. The flicker of a torch flashed inside the gunport. You best believe it, my friend. Reed turned with a scowl. Bear down on your oars, lads. The barrel of the cannon flared with fire and smoke before the sound of the blast boomed through the air. Reed's skin crawled with the high-pitched whistle from the approaching cannonball. He ducked below the hull, praying the British ship had set her sights correctly for a warning shot. With his next breath, the bow of his ship splintered into a thousand wooden shards. Water gushed into the hull, instantly soaking the men and pulling them into the frigid whitecaps. Swim for your lives, Reed yelled as he climbed atop the rowing bench. Casting his cloak aside, he prepared to plunge into the icy swells of the North Sea. Help, Nicholas shouted, his voice strained. Taking a quick glance over his shoulder, Reed's blood turned cold. Dear God, a spike of wood at least a foot long protruded from Nicholas Kennett's chest. Jesu! Reed waded through the rushing water of his sinking ship and hefted his friend into his arms. Hang on, sure is in sight. I'll have you to safety in no time. Strengthening his grip, the Earl of Seaforth clenched his teeth and leaped into the frigid sea. Air whooshed from his lungs, and the current dragged him downward, threatening to tug Nicholas from his grasp. Bearing down with a surge of power, Reed kicked fiercely, battling the undertow, his lungs screaming for blessed air. If the briny deep claimed him this day, it would not be without a fight. Reed learned early on that even a man born of privilege must be fitter than his worst adversary, more cunning as well. His head broke through with a desperate inhale, filling his lungs. Arching his back, he shifted his grip under Nicholas's arms to ensure the man could breathe as well. The freezing water sapped his strength, but he clenched his teeth and refused to stop. Swimming on his back with Nicholas secured against his chest, Reed propelled them toward the shore. Behind, his ship was gone, sunk into the North Sea's merciless depths without a trace. The galleon had hove to as if the men on deck laughed at the poor highland sops who fought to reach the shore before the sea swallowed them as well. With his next breath, Reed looked to the coast as his teeth chattered uncontrollably. Hope infused his muscles with renewed power. But when the next thundering wave broke over their heads, the taunting sea gave Reed no choice but to clutch his arms around Nicholas and pray to God they'd bobbed to the surface before the air in his lungs expired. Fighting with every fibre of his body, his head broke through the surf. He managed to gulp precious air before being pulled under once again. When they resurfaced, the next thunderous wave spat them out onto the beach like a pair of dead mackerel. Salt water blew through Reed's nose while he staggered to dry sand.
Coughing and sputtering, he dragged Nicholas in his wake. Good God, Dunn hollered, running up beside him to lend a hand. Once clear of the surf, they rested Nicholas on his back. Sucking in gasps of air, Reed dropped to his knees and placed his hand on his comrade's forehead. We'll have you set to rights in no time, mate. Dunn caught his eye, thinned his lips, and gave a shake of his head. The stake protruding from the man's chest was akin to a deathly blow from a bayonet. Please, muttered Nicholas, his voice weak. Swear you will care for my daughter. Reed's gut clenched. Daughter? Shite. She's alone, her mother gone. Are there any other heirs? None. Christ. The last thing Reed needed was a ward. Nicholas gasped and clutched Reed's...